what's good everybody i don't even remember how i'm supposed to start off this podcast i'm so out of touch with this i say that like i've ever been in touch and i i don't think i've ever been completely comfortable and serious enough to the point where anyone can ever actually take this like a serious actual podcast but I digress. Hi, my name's Asia. I'm the host of the Completely Random Foolishness Podcast, a show where I talk about things and you listen. And it's a, it's about this and that and some of everything. And it, I kind of just talk about what I want to. So you're here now. You might as well stay. Uh, let's get a couple things out of the way. Some, what do you call those things? Some households? No. So, uh, I don't know. What's the word that I'm looking for? I don't know why I'm, I'm thinking that this word has to do with the house. Like, I kind of want to say, let's get some toiletries out of the way. Let's get some, uh, don't worry about it. Let's just get some things out of the way first. Okay, yes, if you hear anything that sounds weird, I am still in my car. It won't be for much longer, I promise you that. And the reason that that is the case is because it is toasty outside. It is summer, I live in the south, things get a little heated. And I have to keep the AC on if I'm gonna sit in my car. And I sit in my car because my office is surrounded by other noisy rooms. I, my office is my, <laughs> it's, it's in my house. Um, and by office, I mean a table in one room with a computer on it it's not really much of an office but i have so many other people living in the house that it is nearly impossible to get a moment anymore of just like silence and i've tried like proofing the room and making it more sound resistant but i haven't had much luck so that's kind of where we're at in the moment but i this is not <laughs> this is not going to work for much longer because i can't take having the sounds of the car in the background and also the ac running in the summer like it's just too much but anyway so yeah now that that's out of the way let's talk about today's episode god i sound so out of touch it's fine i work at a grocery store part-time i think i've mentioned this like two or three times already but yes i work part-time in a grocery store it helps pay the bills do i really necessarily want to be there no i do not but is it a bad job no it's not it's not a bad job in the slightest there are so many other things i can think of that would be like 12 times worse than working part-time in a grocery store I have excellent hours. I'm off on the weekends and I didn't even ask for that. My manager is just so cool. I, as long as I do my seven to four, Monday through Friday, like I'm good for the weekends. So sick. I love that schedule. <laughs> Let's keep it up. Um, and, and having the weekends off gives me so much freedom to work on the stuff that I actually want to do like career wise, um, like filmmaking and podcasting and uh, music video stuff, book writing stuff, all that creative stuff. Yeah, I can do all of that on the weekends. It's sick, um, but take a shot every time I say, um, <laughs> I told you I'm trying to get back into the, into the hang of this. It's weird when you are talking to no one and it, like you get used to it, the more you do it but then if you take a break 
getting back into it is so freaking hard. But I digress. A lot of the reason right now that I'm struggling to do this is because I am genuinely out of breath. I am in that store for nine hours a day for five days a week. Sometimes four days a week, but also sometimes five days a week. And it is hard. It is so hard to wear that mask in, in that hot tail grocery store for nine hours a day, constantly moving. I'm already very anemic and that causes me to get out of breath doing normal things. It's not that I'm out of shape. I thought that at first, but before all of this coronavirus stuff went down, I was faithfully and consistently going to the gym either every morning like before people got there, I would go at like 5 a.m. Or at night at like 12 or something like that. Because I wanted to go when there weren't a lot of people. It's just so much easier for me to work out when there aren't people around me. I love it. That's why I like Planet Fitness. It's 24 hours. You get the thing. You get, Yeah, you, you get the thing. That's not a saying. And, and going to the gym that consistently, I started to see not only just like weight loss, but I was really going for strength training because I wanted to build up my, um, I, I just, <laughs> I didn't want to be built, but I wanted to be toned. I wanted to build my stamina. I wanted to work on my core strength. Uh, there was a lot of things I wanted to do and I really felt like I was in shape. Probably not now <laughs> with all the like... <laughs> With all the time that I've had not in the gym, I feel so sloppy as a person right now. But it's fine. We're gonna get we're gonna get it together. Um, but yeah, it's because I'm anemic and I have to work extra hard when I'm in the gym and I have to take extra breaks because I don't get a lot of oxygen. I don't take in a lot of oxygen or retain it or whatever. I don't really know the science behind it, but I just don't have the same level of stamina that most people are going to have it's just like that and so wearing this mask I'm because I'm already like oxygen limited wearing the mask makes me extra oxygen limited and I feel lethargic all day long I feel lightheaded by the end of the day I feel hot and tired and just like generally really really bad and that's how I feel right now uh, I was talking to my grandmother on the way home from work and I talked to her it only takes me 15 minutes to get from the store to my house and then I kind of sat in the yard for like maybe another 20 minutes and we were on the phone that entire time because I hadn't talked to her all week and she usually calls me a couple times a week but anyway I sat in the car talking to her <laughs> because I actually did not have the energy to, to even get out of the car right away. I really didn't. And you would think that that's not like a normal everyday thing for me, but it is. There are so many times where I sit in the car when I get home from work and I'm just like, gee, oh, <laughs> when, when am I going to find more energy? When am I going to beat this? Like, when am I going to finally find the magic amount of iron to take that won't make me sick that and that'll give me the energy that I need so that I'm not anemic anymore that would be so great but the reason that I'm talking about all of that is because today's topic is things <laughs> that I like about working in a grocery store and things that I can't stand about working in a grocery store 
And it's not just specific to grocery stores. Anytime you work with the public, you are going, <laughs> you're going to have some interesting experiences. You just are. Because people are crazy. And you, they, people are just crazy. There's really no other explanation for it other than you get so many different personalities and you also have a personality. And sometimes things just clash. And you meet weird people and you meet people who think that they're normal and that they're doing normal things and they don't realize just how out of the loop they are but yeah so um i guess we'll <laughs> we'll start with the things that i don't like and so that's why i was talking about the mask situation that is not a normal thing before coronavirus hit no one was wearing a mask for that long in the grocery store I mean, there are some professions where, yeah, you might have to wear a mask for long periods of time, like construction workers, maybe, depending on what they're doing, like they might be sanding something or using dangerous chemicals or whatever it is, whatever the case may be, they may have to wear a mask for a long period of time, which is hard for them, I'm sure, because a lot of times they're either in extreme cold or extreme heat because they're outside a lot and um, they're physically doing a lot so I'm pretty sure that's hard I'm not trying to make it sound like I have the most physically demanding job because I don't I'm just saying for me personally wearing a mask for nine hours a day is not uh what's the word I'm looking for it's not ideal it's just not but um it wasn't required until actually tomorrow is when North Carolina starts doing um shoot what am i trying to say i'm saying so many ums right now tomorrow at five o'clock is when north carolina starts their must have on masks at all time at all times in public policy i know other states were doing that before and there are some like counties in north carolina that was doing it but not north carolina as a whole because the county i live in masks were not mandatory a lot of people have a lot of different opinions on masks and that's not really what I'm here for today I'm just saying personally I have to like pull that stupid thing down several times during the day to keep from feeling like I'm going to pass out like I, I'm standing there and I literally feel like at any moment I could faint and it's happened <laughs> it's actually happened before there are sometimes where my iron levels get so low that I just drop so I can I know the symptoms I know the feeling I know the signs and when I'm wearing that mask, I'm just, <laughs> I'm watching myself to make sure that I'm not getting ready to fall over in the floor and traumatize some old lady. <laughs> yeah, I'm so scared that I'm going to fall out and whoever I'm ringing up is just going to be so confused. <laughs> I mean, anyway, I'm not saying that like working in a grocery store, I'm not saying like a mask is what am I trying to say? What am I trying to say? I'm not saying that a grocery store job is the only place that has to wear a mask. This is not specific to the grocery store. And that's kind of why I am not saying things that are great about working in a grocery store. I'm saying things that I like and things that I, that I don't like about working in a grocery store. I'm rambling. It's fine. We're going to move on to the next thing. But yeah. So I don't like that. <sighs> So the next thing that I, it's not something that I necessarily hate, uh, <laughs> but I don't love it at the same time. There are people who come in the store every single day. 
I don't know how other people's shopping habits are, but in my family, we don't do full grocery shopping. I mean, we don't do partial grocery shopping every day. We hit like one big list for the week or maybe a week and a half and that's it. We might go in the grocery store here and there to pick up a few things that we've forgotten, or maybe we run out of, or maybe we just thought about something we wanted and we go. But for the most part, we get all the list done and we don't go back to the store for some time. <laughs> but there are some people who go to the grocery store every single day to pick up a few things if that's the way you like to shop that's fine i'm not judging you i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that but you start to get to know people who come in the store all the time and i call them our regulars <laughs> and i say regulars in quotation marks you'll see why i said that in a second i'm not gonna name the store that i work at but i'll kind of hint at it i'll call it Comida animal. <laughs> comida is food in Spanish, so co comida animal. If that doesn't tell you where I work, don't worry about it. But <laughs> yes, I work at comida animal, and we have people who come in faithfully every morning. I work from seven to four every single day, so I'm there. The store opens at six thirty. I get there at seven. I'm there pretty much when it opens. It's just 30 minutes later. You would be surprised how many people come in faithfully at seven o'clock. And these aren't people who have like, I can understand people who work the night shift and they get off work and they come in to do their shopping. I, I see a lot of those people and that's different. But these are people who just wake up early in the morning and say, you know what I wanna do today? I wanna go to Kamita Animal and get some shopping done. I just don't understand it. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm a morning person. I really am. I love get up, getting up in the morning. Even when I'm not going to work, I wake up early. I don't stay in bed past 8 o'clock if I can help it. Most days, like 6 to 8 is my general wake-up time. And by then, I'm moving. Like, I've gotten something to eat. I, <laughs> I've started my day. But am I going grocery shopping? No, I, it's not fun to me. This is not something that I just want to do, that I just find pleasure in doing. And I see that some people might be like that, but I didn't expect that there would be so many. These people come in and because they're regular, <laughs> they feel like they know you personally. And I don't know these people's names. I don't know anything about them. I just know that they come in the store every morning at the same time to get whatever it is that they want to get. And we even have a couple of people who come in <laughs> more than once a day. It is so strange to me how one person could find that many things to buy at the grocery store that many times in a row. I just don't get it. But yeah, they don't even see themselves as regulars. They see themselves as like family <laughs> to the store. <laughs> and that's why I put the quotations around regulars no they think they're family when they come in they crack jokes and they like they talk to us because there's there's me and one other guy that come in he comes in at 6 30 and I come in at 7 and we are the only two people there usually until nine o'clock we have like managers and stuff walking around but the only two cashiers that are there are just me and him sometimes they'll have someone come in at eight but for the most part is up until nine o'clock it's just me and him <laughs> And these people come in and you just, just hear the things that they talk about with us. 
Like, they're just spilling and unloading their personal lives. And I'm looking like, yo, I don't even know you. It's, I understand some people are talkative and some people just share things. <laughs> I just, I don't understand if they, do they genuinely think that we have, like, some sort of relationship? I don't know. There, there are some customers that I do genuinely enjoy them coming in and like having conversations with them and I do feel like we're we have more of a relationship than other customers and I do but I still wouldn't see us as friends or as family like we don't see each other outside of work and half the time if I see these people outside of work at like another place they don't even know who I am so <laughs> that that's all I'm saying I don't understand how these people come in and they're just so chummy they're just so chummy <laughs> and maybe it's because I'm an introvert and these things just don't appeal to me that's probably what it is in honesty <laughs> because my co-worker he eats it up he really does he loves to talk to the customers he loves to just I don't know just be their their buddy <laughs> or something and me these people are talking to me and I'm like mm-hmm yeah <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is uncomfortable. <laughs> but yeah, but we do have nice regulars that come in. Like there are some people by now, I know what they want when they come up because they get a pack of cigarettes every day before they even get to my line. I'm over there headed over to the cigarette counter to go get their, get what it, whatever it is that I know that they want and have it ready for them by the time they're ready to check out. It's just, it's just like that. So you have people like that, but then you have regulars that come in and are so irritating these people grate my nerves there's this one man it's an older guy he wears this like beat up <laughs> this beat up raggedy too big like disgusting t-shirt every day and it's not that he doesn't have the money to buy himself more shirts and it's not that he doesn't have the resources to be clean he, he just doesn't want to because i know quite a bit about this man uh the more that i've like the more that i've heard him talk and the more that i've heard things about him i, I i'm starting to get a picture of who he is and no he's just he's just sloppy he just doesn't want to be hygienic and he comes in and he wants to talk about politics and he wants to talk about the current situation in the world and all of that would be fine I guess if that's something that you like to talk about I for one do not dis enjoy discussing politics with customers I never have and I don't think I ever will it's just there's a time and a place and I don't think the grocery store checkout line is that place but anyway there are some people who is pulling up in my yard I don't know who that is Okay, we're good. Someone just pulled up in my yard and I didn't recognize the car. <laughs> I was trying to figure out who it was, but I know who it is. Anyway, what was I saying? I think I was just talking. Oh, okay. Yeah, there, there's, yeah, the guy who comes in, he wants to talk about politics and all this like stuff. But the thing about it is he doesn't, you can tell that he doesn't really know what he's saying. He's just talking. He's just making things up. And <laughs> It, I don't even know how to explain it, but you can tell when someone is knowledgeable on a subject and you can tell when someone's just trying to sound smart, but they don't know what the heck they're talking about. And that's this guy. 
And so he comes in all the time and he doesn't really need anything. He doesn't, I think he just wants someone to talk to. So he comes in the store and he will start talking to my coworker <laughs> about this, that, and whatever. And he'll look over and say something stupid like, oh, poor baby girl wants to join in on our conversation. No, I don't. No, no, I do not. I do not want to join in on the conversation. What made you think that? Or he'll like say my coworker is not there for whatever reason and the guy shows up to talk to him. He'll just hurry up and buy something really quickly so he can get out of the store. But before he'll leave, he'll be like, hey, pretty, pretty girl or hey, baby girl or hey, princess or something. I, no, 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 <laughs> no, keep it moving. That makes me so uncomfortable if it was somebody else it might be different but him just no sh shut up keep moving <laughs> and so that's that's like on the mild end of things you have really really nice regulars yeah ha i have this guy who comes in every day to get a gallon of water for him to drink while he's walking because he walks all the time i see him around town all the time he's just walking i don't know where he's walking to i don't know if he's walking exercise or if because or if it's because he doesn't have a car or whatever it is but he comes in every morning with his headphones on and his and he gets his water jug and he's so sweet this is the sweetest older man he's not an old old guy but he's not a young guy he looks like maybe he's about 60 he looks like he's in his 60s so he is the nicest man and we laugh and we we joke about different things and he's so kind that's totally different than the other guy that i was talking about but anyway now for a more um like what am i trying to say now for a more enraging side of things you get nice customers you really do but you also have people come in and they're so entitled for what reason i do not know now the thing about the i almost said the name of the store <laughs> the thing about the comida animal that i work at is that it is on what i would say a nicer side of town we have four of these stores i i think yeah i think there's four of them where i live just in my town alone and it's not a big town it's a it's pretty small why we have four of them i really don't know but each one has such a different personality like there's one that's so sketchy i would never shop there intentionally if i had to if i was passing it and i needed to go yeah i'll go but just the whole vibe of the store is just off-putting i don't like it then we have one that's less sketchy looking still not my favorite but it's it's better then we have one that's closest to my house which is where i would go all the time if i needed to get food or whatever groceries and then there's the one that i work at that i never really went to only because it was kind of out of the way and it just i, I didn't know where anything was because it's set up differently than the one that's closer to my house because the one that's closer to my house is is only like five minutes away and this one's 15 minutes away, so if I had to pick one to go to, I would go to the one that's closer. And that that's pretty much it. I didn't feel one way or the other about the store that I'm working at, just because I never really went there. But anyway, 
I'm not gonna say what the customer base is because that's it would be mean and stereotypical for me to just like single out this customer base but I'm gonna put it like this this customer base is known sometimes to be very entitled towards black people and I'm black <laughs> so sometimes they come in and I, do, I will never understand this for the life of me. They act like I owe them something and I don't. I don't know who you a darn thing. I don't work for you. I work for Kamita Animal. They pay me. I do the job not because I want to stand here and serve you <laughs> that badly. I do it because I need a job and I need to get paid and you know that that's it. That's why anyone does a job. There are some jobs that, yes, you do, but you do it because you love it. But typically, working in a grocery store is not one of those things. So you have people come in, and they just don't seem to understand basic human decency. For example, you have... I have this one customer who... No, you know what? Let's, we'll get back to that in a second. I, it was a really busy day, and I had a line backed up down the aisles and because people were social distancing it was even longer than it normally would be because they were six feet apart with each customer so it was an extremely long line that went all the way down to the end of the aisle we had every register open that day there were so many people in that store we barely ever have every register open but we had every single one open everyone was buckling down trying to get through these customers quickly because people were starting to get agitated or whatever and um yeah that's basically what i was trying to say so i worked this line down up until i got two people left in the line just two customers i was 30 minutes i was already 30 minutes past when i was supposed to get off and that's not a huge deal but um, you know, it was past the time that I was supposed to get off. So when I get to my last customer, I can flip my light off and go clock out. That's like, that's, that's what I do. I'm not going to just stand there for an extra hour if I don't have to. Yeah, I'm getting paid, but still it was ready to go. So I get down to the last two customers and I turn my light off and I told the lady, the second person in line, I said, ma'am, you are my last customer. And she was like, okay, whatever. A man got behind her and I told him, I said, hey, she's my last customer. My light's already off. I'm getting ready to go. But he didn't hear me. So I talked pretty quietly. He didn't hear me. So the lady who I told that she was the last one, she turned around and told the guy, I'm the last customer. She said that you're going to have to go to a different line. And it's not like there were no other lines open. Like I said, every single register was open at the time. I think one or two of them had, we have seven in all, but I think only one or two of them have um, flipped off their lights because the way it works is you have cashiers at one, two, five, six, and seven. Then there are two um, registers, three and four, that usually they reserve for when it gets really busy and a manager will hop on it and take um, control of the register to help get the lines down but when the lines go down they get off of the register turn it off and they go back to doing whatever it is they were doing before sometimes regular cashiers will work those registers for the most part they stay empty so I think those are the only two 
that were closed which means it was a pretty normal like there were enough registers open where anyone who was not in my line could go to a different line I was getting ready to get off somebody was getting ready to come in and take my place but either way when she when that guy um, <laughs> when that lady told that guy that she um that yeah that she was the last one in line and he would have to find a different line he had no problem so i finish the first customer in line and i go to start the second customer the one who i said was the last one and um another lady walks up now i am very careful about um making sure that I finished every single customer who was standing in my line before I turned the light off. But after I turned that light off, I have no obligation to you to ring up your groceries, especially if you have a basket full of stuff. If it's just like one or two things, I might do it. Um, but even then, I'm kind of wary because then if I keep on doing too many of those while the light is off, people will keep coming up and saying, well, you did it for her, why won't you do it for me? So I, I don't typically like to do that. But anyway, this woman walks up and I say, ma'am, I'm closed. She, I guess she didn't hear me is what I was saying because she didn't say anything. She didn't even look at me. She just continued standing there. So I said it a second time. I said, ma'am, I'm closed. She didn't say anything else. So I said, okay, well, um, I guess I'll tell her in a second. I'll um, let this lady's groceries like get further up the belt so she'll move up and this woman will come up closer and then I can tell her that I'm closed. But before I, we could even get to that, the, <laughs> the lady who I was ringing up, the one who was supposed to be last in line, she said, oh, I got it. She turned around and she said, ma'am, um, this girl said her line is closed. And that woman said, I'm fine, I'll just I'll just let her ring me up anyway. And so I paused, I said, did she just say she was gonna let me ring her up anyway? Like who who does that? Who does she think she is? That she can just determine whether or not I'm gonna ring up her groceries after I'm about to clock out because I'm 30 minutes. At this point it was more like 35, almost hitting on 40 minutes after I was supposed to get off so after that woman said that I got a little loud and I said ma'am my line is closed <laughs> you're gonna have to find another register and I didn't say it mean I didn't say it with any kind of attitude or tone I did just now but when I was talking to her I was very respectful and this lady rolls her eyes at me she rolls her eyes and guess what she still continued to stand in my line. So I said at this point, well, she can stand here if she wants to. I'm not ringing her up. So I, I just said, you know what? I'm going I'm to say it one more time. Ma'am, my line is closed. You're going to have to find another line. At this point, she could have been in another, in another line and been ready to check out. But she was just so doggone and determined that I was going to ring her up. So at this point, she like <sighs> huffs really loudly and then stomps away. Yeah, like a child. She holed through a temper tantrum because I didn't ring up her groceries when my light was off. What was her deal? <laughs> but I have people like that all the time. You have people that are ju they just feel like you owe them something. And I don't think that, I mean, okay. 
Yes, they have this thing where they say the customer is always right, especially when you work like retail, fast food, or uh, just working with the public in general. You don't really want to cause problems with the customers. A lot of times they'll get angry with you for no reason and you are the one to get in trouble if you say something back to them. So the best thing to do is to just like try to um, dissolve the situation patiently, respectfully, and calmly and don't like rise up back at them don't like meet them where they are always stay at a lower level than where they are and, and that's true that's that's true but to a point there are some times where you do have to tell a customer like yo you need to chill <laughs> you need to calm down it is not that serious and you are not supposed to you're not going to be in here being rude to everybody and you're not going to be in here demanding things from people because that's not how the world works i absolutely love her two pieces she is so funny and she is like down to earth she's from new york <laughs> and um it's funny because she <laughs> recognizes that southerners um how do i put this like most i know a lot of people who come from new york and they like they're here in north carolina and they look around and they're like god what is this and so they're constantly trying to like flex that from that they're from new york and it's so irritating i don't know why a lot of people do that um at least that i know but to her it's more funny than anything that <laughs> that she's so different than a lot of the people here and um she's just like so blunt and like quick paced and <laughs> not to say that there are not people like that here too but that's really common apparently in new york and not so much in north carolina especially from this little town so anyway but yeah when she comes in she just makes my day and then there's this pretty little old lady that i love so much when i see her i call her my favorite old lady <laughs> i don't know her name i don't know anything about her but she is so sweet and she always comes to my line and I have people now that have started to come to my register like they like they actually pick they look for me and they pick me I had this one woman come through today I don't think I've ever seen her before I don't remember seeing her but she like she wanted cash back so I gave her cash back and then she like oh I forgot something so she went around to get something else i don't remember what it was but she went to go get something and then she came back and it was five dollars and 33 cents but she didn't have any ones so i had given her like two fives a 10 and a 20 or something like that whatever but she didn't have any ones so um what am i trying to say oh yeah she didn't have any ones and, and she didn't have any change so she gave me the two fives I was like oh don't break your five for that and I reached in my pocket and I was like I think I have 33 cent and I put 33 cent with it and she was just like this is why I come to your register every time I'm thinking to myself I remember this lady but there are people who do that um I had one lady another lady come through today and her husband and the, another guy was open and he was like oh you can come into my line because I was still ringing up somebody and he was he had just gotten through and they were like no we're gonna go through this nice young, this nice young lady's line she's helped us so many times before so there's there's so many people that come through 
and I just enjoy interacting with them because they're genuinely nice people and I guess they enjoy interacting with me too because they have people that just keep coming back <laughs> um and then there are co-workers that I love to work with they make my day they're so much fun they make time go by faster there are some that at first I had to warm up to because <laughs> I was like I don't even know how to interact with them they're so different I think in personality than me but it turns out that they really they're really like nice people and there's one girl in particular <laughs> well the, okay there were three co-workers in particular that I was like okay I got to figure them out because I didn't understand when I first started working there I was like they're so hard to read I don't know who they are or how to talk to them um the first one that I broke it um we actually have become like pretty good friends now so that's fun then there was the second one she is hilarious and I look forward to working with her every time I see her name on the schedule I'm like yes <laughs> whereas before when I saw her coming I was like oh god <laughs> I gotta work with her not that she's a bad person but like I'm just trying to figure out where I stand with her <laughs> I don't like we don't have any sort of relationship right now so it's just kind of awkward when I have to like ask her a question or something because I'm new and she's more experienced <laughs> i just don't know and then the third one i'm still like trying to figure that one out but it's getting a whole lot better so but yeah you just i have co-workers that i can't say that i have any like truly truly just terrible co-workers i have some that are a little bit not as great as the other ones <laughs> but for the most part i work with really really good people and i love working with them um the other thing that i like is that i get first access to things that are on sale and limited items because i get there at 7 a.m i get to see uh the stuff on the shelf before most people get there like i said you do have your uh full list grocery shoppers at seven in the morning come up with two baskets full of stuff that early i don't understand but for the most part most people wait until like 12 o'clock to start doing their full grocery shopping <sighs> but yeah um so it's nice like especially right now when it's hard to find items like Lysol and alcohol and sanitizer like normal stuff that people need but they have bought up so much of it and it's not being produced fast enough and it's not coming on the trucks they're just not restocking the stores like they need to be so it's hard to get to these items and there's a limit on them of course so that you don't buy up everything there's like for bleach i think there's like one or two bottles for toilet paper and paper towels there's like either one of each or two of both i mean yeah what <laughs> like you could get two paper towels and two or two toilet paper or one paper towel and one toilet paper something like that things like that like one can of lysol um and i don't want to buy it up from the other customers but my family does need it too and because a lot of their work schedules don't let them get to the stores early in the morning they by the time they get to the store that stuff is gone so because I'm there I can buy that stuff and I can um, I can bring it home so that's pretty cool too and it's not a hard job physically it's not physically demanding I love that I do like physically demanding jobs there's some things that I think are really cool like as a profession that I would love to do and just in my 
career as a whole, like filmmaking, depending on the job that you get, that can also be a physically demanding job, depending on what you're doing, like what role you're doing. Being a director can be demanding. Being um, the cinematographer can be demanding. Sometimes you have to get in like really awkward positions, being like first AD or um, just doing like weird stuff to try to get the shot that you want. I'll never forget, I was um, doing, I was doing a shoot with some people and we were filming close to water. So something about me is that I'm very clumsy. I don't know why I just am. And I'm holding this expensive tail camera and I'm standing on a ledge. So it's like a leaning rock ledge, kind of. And behind me is water and I'm squatting to try to hold my balance to get this shot. And I'm like, oh my God, at any moment I could just tumble backwards and I can't swim that well. <laughs> I'm gonna tumble backwards and fall in this water. I don't even know how deep it is. So I'm holding the shot and luckily another um, person was there and he was like, hold on, wait a second, cause you look like you're about to fall. <laughs> and he came and he stood behind me and he was like, put your back up against mine. I'll hold you up so you can get the shot. And I was like, lit. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Sorry if that clap was loud. <laughs> but yeah. So that like things like that can be physically demanding. My legs were sore, my arms were sore. But working as a bagger slash cashier, it's not a physically demanding job. The most that I really have to do is just lift groceries and put them in a bag. It's a repetitive motion and it can be tedious at times, but it's not hard. So I thank God that I have a job that I don't hate, that's not too difficult for me, that gives me good hours that gives me um a reasonable pay like all of this stuff I, I am so very very grateful for and even though i just complained for like an hour i'm so grateful it is a really good job i don't know where i was i keep getting interrupted my dad just walked up to me and was like what you doing <laughs> i guess it looks a little weird for me to be sitting in my car for this long i've been out here for a very long time now because i keep getting interrupted and having to stop and like restart but whatever um yeah the last thing i'm gonna say is that it sucks <laughs> it sucks that i have to get there so early for one reason because i don't have time in the mornings to make myself both breakfast Ooh, i got the hiccups to make myself both breakfast and lunch i try to be out the house and be ready in like 30 to 35 minutes which is the feat because I have a lot to do to get ready in the morning. Um, but I, I usually, well, I say usually, no, I've always been able to do it. But the problem is if I don't fix my lunch at night, if I don't remember to, or if I just don't feel like it, then I'm going to have to buy lunch the next day because I definitely don't have time to do it in the morning. Like today, I packed myself a chicken salad sandwich and some chips. And that was all I had packed, but I didn't finish all my breakfast. So I ended up eating some of my breakfast for lunch. And I have it all in like an insulated cooler bag. So it stays cool, even though I keep it in the car. <sighs> but on days that I don't <laughs> pack my lunch, I spend, I can spend so much money. Like I can go and get fast food, but it's not healthy to be eating fast food like that. So I try to spend money in the store. I'll get like a sandwich sometimes from the deli. They have really good ham and cheese on King, something like that sandwiches with a pack of duke's mayo girl that sandwich is right i love that sandwich it is so good it's like 
the bread is like kind of sweet but not too sweet and the it's just it's the perfect combination it's such a good sandwich sometimes they have the wing bar open depending on what time i go to lunch so they might have like hot barbecue boneless wings i never i try not to get the the full wings i've never been a full chicken type person i don't like eating chicken on the bone it's just too much work for me i like eating food to be simple <laughs> so um yeah so i get the boneless it's just easier to eat it with a fork my fingers don't get dirty i don't like my finger i don't like like things getting under my nails so like barbecue wings is a no-go i'll eat them they're good but it's a no-go or sometimes they have like these oh my favorite these cheesecake parfaits it tastes just like a cheesecake but it's a parfait it's so delicious i am so mad that i discovered them because they have hydrogenated oil in it and i try not to eat hydrogenated oils there's like a whole list of things that i try not to eat that i stay away from because it's not healthy for you but man those things are good they're so tasty so i'll get those sometimes or i'll get apples and caramel that's my latest obsession i used to just eat nothing but apples and peanut butter because I was never really a caramel fan. But then one day I tried like this apples and caramel with a Granny Smith apple. I said, what have I been missing? That is so good. So another thing that I like about working in the grocery store is that there's so many different options for lunch right there at your fingertips. And you don't have to go get fast food all the time. Because where I like my store is located, I can get lunch. There's so many different fast food places right up and down the road within like a two to three minute, five minutes at the most. Um, not even five minutes. Yes, it's like two to three minutes within reach by driving. So you can get a whole lot of stuff. There's Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, Taco Bell, Burger King, uh, Sheets. What am I missing? McDonald's, Bojangles, uh, KFC. There's a, I think there's a Papa John's. There's a whole bunch of stuff and I'm not even naming everything that we have on that one little strip right there by the store. So it's very tempting to go get fast food all the time, but it's so not healthy. So I like getting different things that I could eat at the store. And then there's like frozen foods, of course I can heat up. There's fruits. Um, like yesterday, I went and bought a whole bag of grapes to eat. That was good. I bought some yogurt to eat for lunch and for breakfast, stuff like that. So it's, it can be expensive. So I try to pack my lunch and I try to buy things that where I can make like a lunch for like the whole week and I won't have to spend like four or five dollars every day because that does add up. But yeah, so I hope you enjoyed this. This was way longer than I wanted it to be and I have spent way too much time doing this. But I thank you if you stuck it out this far and you listened and you are a repeat listener to this podcast. I really appreciate you. I'm so sorry that it's not um what am i trying to say it's not regular like it doesn't come once every week like it's supposed to it's supposed to be every wednesday but i have so much going on and i'm trying to get this to be a regular thing again like i was before i was doing so good at it and then i stopped and then i was doing good at it and then i stopped but yeah so thank you if you're a serious fan because i really appreciate you and you make my day love you talk to you later tell your mama said hi and goodbye but you get all types in a store and there are so many different types of entitlement but one other kind that i want to talk about is one that happens so frequently so here's the deal there are a lot of people who come into the store now and want to get cash back 
If for some reason you don't know what cashback is, is when you put your card in the machine, like you swipe it, you put the chip in, or you tap it, or whatever it is that you do, and we give you cash back. <laughs> That's literally it. Like, it comes from your account, we just give you the cash. It's like an ATM, but at the cash register. So, there are so many more people who want to do this now because of the the banks being closed um the insides of the banks being closed you have more people who want to i'm losing my train of thought here you have more people who want to come in and withdraw big amounts of money from their account because they need cash and they don't want to sit in those long lines because the banks even though the insides are closed the outside is still open like you can drive around but it takes hours like i bank at <laughs> my bank it just oh my lord the last time that i went to that bank i got off work early i got off at two i think they let me off early and i said you know what i need to go to the bank because this is my only opportunity to do it since these lines are hecka long um i the bank closes at 5 30 so i said i i should have enough time i kid you not i left out of there it took me two and a half hours before I actually got from the back of the line to the teller. I was so outdone. I said, what in the world? There is absolutely no way I can do this anymore. So you have people come in and they want not just small amounts, they want big amounts of cash. Uh, like, what's normal? A normal cash back amount is like 20 to $40. You might need, I don't know, it might be Sunday and whatever you want money to put in at church or something like that that's a small amount or you might want cash because you're doing a drug deal and you <laughs> you need cash I don't know that's happened before I've had someone come through my line and she's on the phone with her dealer and she's it's on speakerphone I was so outdone I said there's no way that this woman is actually having a serious conversation and I wanted to laugh but it was actually kind of pitiful because you could see that she was addicted and it was like a huge problem for her and she actually got really mad at me because she didn't have enough money in her account to get the cash back and I wasn't gonna just give it to her but she wanted me to but anyway it was like a really sad situation but this stuff happens and people anyway I digress that's a normal amount of cash and that's fine when it's a normal amount of people wanting that normal amount of money but what's not fine is when a whole lot of people want a whole lot of money i don't just keep thousands of dollars in my register so if five people come to my register wanting two hundred dollars cash back i don't have it to give it to them i just don't after a certain amount the managers have to come and pick up money from my register so i don't just have so much sitting there because that's just waiting to be robbed there's no type of security on those registers <laughs> not like a bank vault anyway so yeah it's like Come on guys. So if I tell you that I don't have cash back, if I tell you that I don't have that amount, don't get mad at me and act like I am a huge problem. And here's what's like even worse sometimes. The money truck that we have, sometimes they don't bring us money. They're supposed to bring us money every so often. And there are days when the money truck is supposed to come in and it just doesn't come in for whatever reasons. The managers don't know. 
they're you know asking and they, they get no answer so we run low on cash especially 20s 20s are the first things to go and then quarters are next so we have like tens and fives and ones usually sometimes we run out of 20s and tens and we have fives and ones but yeah 20s are the first things to go because people want big amounts of money and they don't want a bunch of ones they want 20s <sighs> so what we normally do is we put a sign on the register so because of COVID-19 we have these big glass shields up that block the customer and the cashier so what's on one side of the glass is the cart reading machine and on the other side of the glass is all my stuff like where I check out the food and my computer system and all that stuff so I put up a sign that says no cash back and I tape it to the glass so that the customer can read it as they are checking out. So like I put it right next to the card machine so that when you're checking out, you're gonna see it. There's no way that you, you're gonna miss it unless you just don't read English, okay? Or maybe sometimes people aren't looking or not paying attention or whatever, but I see some people look at the sign and they read it. And when they're checking out, like I can't stop them from getting cash back because on their end, when they put their card in the machine, they can just go ahead and like hit, it, it'll ask you, do you want cash back? Yes or no. If you say yes, you put in the amount. If no, then it just moves on to the next part where you put in your pin number. So I can't stop people from doing that. I can just tell them that I'm not giving out cash, but if they decide to do it, it's going to withdraw it from their account immediately. And I have to give it to them when they do. <laughs> so you'll see people read the sign and then they get cash back anyway. And then I don't have it in my register to give them and then they get upset. And I'm like, well, the sign said there was no cash back. And then there are people who ask me, they will ask me, they will say, are you doing cash back? And I'll say no. And they still get the cash anyway. They're acting like, well, it's just me. They'll say it's just me getting it. It's not like everyone's gonna get it. I'm like, no, actually it is more than just you because you don't know how many people come through here and they read the sign and they do what they want to anyway. So no, it's not just you. You're not special. If I said I'm not doing cash back, that goes for everybody I don't care what amount of money you want if a lot of people come through and they just want $20 that's still more than I have out to give <sighs> it makes me so mad so mad I just don't understand why is that hard to just follow instructions and stop feeling like you're entitled to something just because you're you that no anyway <laughs> now back to something that's less what? No, I was getting ready to say it makes me less angry, but it doesn't. I don't particularly enjoy handling a lot of the meat from the back of the store. Like, people will come in with packs of chicken and packs of beef, packs of hamburger, steaks, uh, whatever. People will come in with raw meat in the packs, and they're wrapped in plastic. But the thing about that is, those people in the back, in the meat department, they handle so much raw meat that it gets 
everywhere it gets on the outside of the packaging it like sometimes leaks through the plastic because sometimes they'll plastic wrap it but it's not tight enough or maybe there's a hole that got in it or whatever and it's leaking absolutely everywhere so they provide plastic bags for you to put the meat in when you bring it to the register so it doesn't get on everything and what I think people fail to understand is that raw meat is like it's not supposed it that is cross-contamination that is cross-contamination if you don't know what that is go watch kitchen nightmares you will find out that cross-contamination is not a good thing you do not want raw meat juice <laughs> on your other groceries you just don't what if it gets on the outside of the jug of milk and or the the outside of some food product and you're handling it and you don't know that it's got the raw meat on it and you it gets in your mouth this is how people get sick Okay, so I do my part to make sure that when someone comes in the line with raw meat that I don't let the stuff get everywhere if I can help it. But then sometimes people just come through and they just sit it with all their other stuff and that's on them. If they don't care, then whatever. I, I still try to bag it separately unless they ask me not to, but um, I can't do anything about what you've already contaminated. But what grinds my gears is when people see that there is raw meat dripping absolutely god knows everywhere it is all over my hands it is all over the belt where i have to sit the other people's groceries it's all over my scanner thing it's just everywhere it's on the floor at this point it's in your basket you see all of this blood and raw meat juice going everywhere and when you see me trying to clean it up you get irritated oh my god that makes me so mad like okay i had this one customer who came in with a leaking bag of chicken it was huge it was the hugest bag of chicken it was heavy and it was a hole in it and so it was leaking everywhere and it got all over my hands and it got all over my register i wasn't getting ready to scan anything else until i sprayed it down and wiped it up and i washed my hand well i sanitized my hands so in the middle of me doing that she's confused she's like you know, you can like do that after I leave and I was like no I have bloody meat all over my hands I'm not getting ready to touch my hand scanner and to touch all the rest of your groceries while I have bloody meat on my hands she was like that's not a big deal and I'm thinking to myself what do you mean it's not a big deal do these people not have basic hygiene <laughs> do you not know that you can't just you're not so, ugh, it makes me so mad raw meat and all that stuff it has parasites in it man there's so many just nasty things in that germs and bacteria why why is it that hard to understand or my other favorite least favorite thing that people do is when the customer in front of me has left and I look at my conveyor belt and it's full of raw meat juice because sometimes what happens is they'll put it um, they'll put all their groceries on the belt and the belt like continues the recycle so after it goes under the thing eventually it's going to come back around again so a lot of times what happens is because my belt is constantly moving when i lift one thing up it's going to spin until it gets to the next item and stop and then spin until it gets to the next item and stop and so when i lift up like what i try to do is i try to turn it off before i lift up the the raw meat so i'll remember but um so I will be able to clean it, but a lot of times I don't remember. And so I lift it up and then I see under it, there's just like all this blood and raw meat juice. And then it goes up under the conveyor belt. I'm like, shoot, so I'm gonna have to clean it when it comes back around. Um, 
And so I finish that customer's stuff and by the time the belt comes back around again, it looks disgusting and it's full of bacteria and germs and things. So I start spraying down the belt and wiping it down with paper towels and the like the sanitizing solution that they give us. And the customer comes up and they see me cleaning. I am literally in the middle of wiping something down. It is still wet and you see me wiping it with paper towels. And they sit their freaking groceries while I'm cleaning. They they don't even stop to, to consider what I am doing. I'm getting so angry just thinking about it. They sit their groceries down on the stuff that I'm cleaning. As I'm cleaning it, I'm not even done wiping it down. Instead of waiting 10 seconds for me to finish, they just start loading their groceries. I mean, unloading their groceries. It makes me so mad. I say, common courtesy, people. Common decency. Don't sit things on top of my paper towel. What is wrong with you? What, what is wrong with you? Who? Where is your home training? Who are your parents? Let me talk to them. I don't understand. So, yeah, that, it's just things like that that just make me so mad about working with the public. Now, there are things about working in a grocery store that really have nothing to do with uh, other people. It's just like, it just comes with the job. So, when I first started, my nails were terrible. My nails are already kind of brittle for whatever reason. And you know what? It's, I, I should do a better job of making sure I keep the nail oil that I that I have it's a homemade nail oil and it works really really well and it's for nail strength and nail growth it's completely natural made of different herbs and things like that but it's it's been working for me it makes my nails very very strong and sometimes I forget to do it and a lot of time the reason that I forget to do it is because I keep my nails pretty short anyway for one I play guitar and it's hard to play guitar with long nails you can but it's just easier the shorter your nails are. I don't like chop them to nubs, but I do keep them shorter than most people would like me to keep them short. A lot of people actually comment on my nails. It's so weird. You wouldn't think that you would comment this much on someone's personal appearance, but you hear it all the time working with the public. I kid you not, I see people all the time say, you need to polish your nails. It's like, it's unladylike. Like who asked you? <laughs> who, literally, who asked you? Or if I paint my nails and they're short, they're like, you should you should go get acrylics because nails don't look right unless they're long. And again, who asked you? No one. No one wanted your opinion. Shut up. <laughs> Let me just ring up your groceries and go about your day, please. But anyway, um, yeah, I keep them pretty short. Like I said, I play guitar. Also, just during the day, I find it so much more practical to just have short nails. I'm a person, I'm all for practicality. I like things to be simple um, and so when I can't pick up things because of my nails or I can't tap type things on my phone or whatever it is whatever the case is if I can't do things like I should normally be able to do them it makes me kind of irritated so I like having short nails I just do and for that reason I forget to put the nail oil, nail oil on like I should because they're already short anyway but anyway um, I when I started bagging groceries, I didn't realize how rough I was on my hands until I kept coming home with the worst looking nails. They were so chipped and so ugly and damaged looking just because all throughout the day I would constantly be breaking them or hitting them on something and splitting them or whatever. And um, it just, it looked really, 
really bad. So what I decided I was gonna do was go get press-on nails. And what I do with the press-on nails is I, I don't actually ever glue them because it's so damaging for my nail bed. I just use the glue that comes on the back, the sticky stuff. And <laughs> so I stick on the nails and I always repaint them over so it looks natural. I don't like the fake nail look, I just don't. So I paint them over and it actually looks like my nail. Well, the glue is apparently not, it's usually strong enough to last me about a week and a half when I'm doing normal things, but since I started working at the grocery store, those nails were not lasting like two or three days. So I said, okay, I'm tired of having them pop off on handy customers' money. That's so embarrassing and weird. Or like, and one time my nail popped off in a customer's bag and I was like, that seems so unsanitary. It's just the fake nail with steel. I'm pretty sure the customer would not have wanted to go home so I had to like dig through the bag discreetly to find my fake nail and stick it in my pocket. I was like I'll just glue it back on. I mean I'll stick it back on when I get home. But at that point the glue had already like pretty much got unsticky and so I was like okay I'm gonna just have to bite the bullet and go get some nail glue and glue these bad boys on. So I did and it still didn't work. They kept popping off. I said, this nail glue is so strong. I cannot pull these dumb things off. So why is it when I'm bagging groceries that they come off with ease? It is ridiculous, but I damaged them even worse like that because I kept trying to re-glue them. <laughs> Cause I just, I wanted my nails to look nice. I mean, I don't like, I, I'm not the type to go and get acrylics done or gel nails done every what two weeks I don't even know how often people get them done but every time that I've gotten I've never gotten acrylics but every time that I've gotten gel nails I have left like feeling like oh these are pretty but removing them is such a pain in the neck and it ruins my nails so much that I just I don't think it's worth it and the last couple times that I had to actually every single time that I've had to remove my gel nails something bad has happened to my nails one time it pulled my entire pinky nail off I was so sad I remember I called my dad and I was crying I was like is my nail gonna grow back and he was like girl your nails gonna grow back shut up you all right I was like are you sure he was like yes your nail is gonna grow back it's fine and then there was another time where he it was actually the first time I had ever gotten gel nails I went with my friends in high school to go get them done and they were like oh yeah the gels are much healthier for your nails than the acrylics blah 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 but what they failed to realize well failed to mention to me is that the powder stuff that they put on the nails is still acrylic they just use gel polish over it so it's not a true gel manicure it's it's still acrylics you're still damaging your nails but whatever I digress um <laughs> We we got it done, and when it was time to get them removed, they all went to the nail place to get them removed. And But they told me, I said, well, how much is it to get them removed? And they told me, and I said, huh, okay, well, I'll get it. That's a little expensive. It's more than I, than I wanted to be spending on my nails, but I'll go. And they were like, oh, you could do it at home. Just get some acetone, soak them, and they showed me different ways to soak them or whatever. So they come back, and their nails are looking fine. The next day mine are looking raggedy why because the acetone did not work i soaked my nails for three hours three whole hours and i could not get that stuff off and i went and bought a different kind of acetone thinking that maybe the kind that i bought is just raggedy 
maybe I need a different brand. I brought another more extensive brand of acetone. Those nails still did not come off without me scraping and pulling them off with an actual knife. I used a butter knife to get those nails off. They were that stuck. And so what it ended up doing was putting a line in the middle of my nails. And I was like, I think this damaged my nail bed because for the next like couple of months, every time my nail would like grow, that line would stay. <sighs> made me so mad it's not like the line grew up i said i think that this line is just in my nail bed now it eventually did go away thank the lord but yeah many reasons one of the many reasons why i said i'm not getting jail nails and then another time this is the last time i'm going to talk about it i went with my friend again she wanted to do something together and i told her i was like look i don't have any money right now um so whatever we do is gonna be like broke people fun <laughs> she was like no i got you let's go get our nails done and i was like oh crap that's what she wants to get done i don't like getting my nails done but i'll go with her because i haven't seen her in a while and she's paying for it so let's just go and i got the cutest set of nails it wasn't the shape that i wanted because she gave me a coffin shape and that, that's not what i asked for <laughs> but every time i told her what the shape was she was just like mm-hmm and then she would continue to give me coffin shaped nails so i was like okay whatever i'm gonna just have coffin shaped nails it's fine um and they were color changing so they were pink when they were um i think they were pink when they were hot or warm and purple when they were cool I didn't know that they were color changing. I picked out purple because that's my favorite color. I would never pick out pink nail polish just by myself. Like I, would, I wouldn't just do it on purpose. <laughs> so she painted it and it was coming out pink. I said, wait a minute, <laughs> that's not purple. She's like, oh, it's color changing. It'll be purple. I'm like, okay, fine. You already got it on there now. Let's just, just, just roll with it. But it was really pretty and I liked it. But um, what she did was she glued my finger to the nail and I think she was waiting to see what my reaction would be because I didn't realize she had done it I don't think she knew that I was um I don't know maybe she did know that I wasn't like a regular nail getter because she kind of just looked at me weird and I didn't know what was wrong and then she took this metal thing she starts talking to me so I wasn't really paying attention to what she was doing she picked up a metal like pokey stick and she grabbed my finger and very quickly she stabbed it just like to break the glue between my finger and the nail and I was in pain <laughs> because it wasn't like she had glued just a piece of my finger to the nail no my whole finger was glued to that nail she had put way too much glue on it and it hurt it hurt so bad it hurt way too bad oh my god it hurt so <laughs> so i'm sitting there looking at my finger and it's bleeding now and i'm thinking this cannot be this this just can't be right okay first of all this is so unsanitary i could get an infection from when she just jammed this thing down my finger and i don't think that's like the right practice i you know but i didn't push it i didn't pressure because i said i've never i don't really get my nails done that often i don't know how normal this is my friend later told me that that's not normal at all she wasn't sitting with me when i was getting this done so she didn't know what was going on she was at another nail technician i haven't been back to that nail place and i don't think she has either but yes that thing hurt so bad and it continued to hurt for several weeks 
um, and I couldn't really do anything with that finger anytime I put pressure on it it stung so badly and so when I got home I went and I doused it in alcohol and it burned but I said I am not getting an infection in this thing I, I'm just I refuse to have my finger fall off <laughs> I got some nails but anyway but yeah um, it just comes with the job like I'm really hard on my hands I'm not very gentle on them so in general I break my nails a lot but I really have started to break them the more that I worked here and um, I'm finally getting to the place now where I think I've gotten the hang of it of, of not breaking my nails so often because it is like a self-conscious thing to for me at least I want my hands to look nice I want me to look nice and even if I don't look dressed up and super feminine all the time I still want to be presentable and like professional I don't want to look dirty and raggedy one thing I can't stand is to see someone with dirt caked up under their nails it looks like that dirt's been there for days and you haven't washed your hands or taken a bath or anything it's just it's such a it's a sign to me of someone who's just really not that hygienic for them to always have dirt caked up under their nails there's just no way if I see even like the tiniest bit of dirt under my nails I'm immediately I immediately go to picking that stuff out not want it in there so yeah it's just it comes with it I guess the other thing that I was going to talk about is that I damaged my wrist about a year or so ago I hit it really hard <laughs> on the door of the microwave the prongs that stick out that attach the door to the microwave I hit it when I was trying to grab a bowl out of the microwave and I hit it so hard that it swole up and I had like I think internal bleeding or something because my whole wrist like turned red and purple and it swole up and I had a knot on my wrist huge knot and I didn't I didn't know what it was so now that I like let me well okay we'll get there in a second I didn't know what it was I just knew that it hurt and then eventually my arm started to go numb like my entire arm started to go numb and except for the very very top right where um what is that called your bicep or something right up like not my shoulder but right up under my shoulder at the very very top of my arm my arm started to turn bright red and I had no idea why that one patch was doing that and right there it was so tight and puffy too I didn't understand it and the thing about me is that I'm brown skin so it's not easy for me to turn red like I can name on one hand the amount of times that I've ever seen my skin be red so this was a problem and I was like okay um dad <laughs> am I dying because my arm's going numb and I'm scared that like my arm's gonna fall off or something so I ended up going to the hospital because for the next like four days I had um really really bad wrist pain and numbness in my arm and the tightness right up at the top and it was still red and so they told me that I had hit a nerve and that's all that it was and that um shoot that my arm was going numb because of the nerve like the nerve was being pinched and that the nerve was being pinched so hard that it was causing my arm to contract so at the top of my arm it was contracting so hard that I was squeezing I think she said the blood capillaries or something like that and they were bursting 
So that's why my arm was red. I was like, well, that can't be a good thing. And you know what they told me? They were like, put some ice on it. <laughs> yeah, just put some ice on it. It's fine. I said, put some ice on my wrist or on my arm? Like, where do I put the ice? She's like, oh, just, just put it on your, just anywhere. Put it on your arm. It'll go down. And it did. I was so surprised. I did not understand how that, that science worked. But anyway, now that I've had this happen a second time, I, I think that would have happened is I might have caused myself carpal tunnel. I don't know if that's a thing. But it's all the signs of carpal tunnel from what I've read online and from what people I know who've had carpal tunnel were telling me is that that sounds exactly like carpal tunnel. But yeah, um... So working in the store and, and picking up constantly heavy things, lifting up heavy waters, beers, sodas, cat food, dog food, whatever charcoal that they bring through in that wrist motion, that repetitive wrist motion, I had my arm flare up again to the point where I was bagging someone's groceries. I had just gotten to work and that pain hit me so bad I teared up and that woman was looking at me like, are you okay? So I just started crying while I was bagging her groceries. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. It hurts, but I'm fine. And so as soon as I finished bagging her groceries and I checked her out, I turned my light off and I ran over to my manager. I said, I can't, I can't do this. No, ma'am. I need some time off to like just give my wrist time to heal. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I think I know what's going on. It's the same thing that happened when I injured it a year ago. I had a huge pain in my wrist. It started to swell up and the top of my arm turned bright red. And she was like, oh, you're fine. Just get like a numbing patch. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want to do anything on my arm. So I ended up letting me stay but just do light work so that I could just use my other arm which was very nice of them I understand they didn't really want me to miss work and for it to jeopardize my job really because I had just started working there not too long ago um but the fact that they trusted me enough to just like when I said that I was like in pain <laughs> that they were just like cool just chill for however long you need to and I ended up staying off of my arm for two weeks and I wore a wrist brace like people wear when they have carpal tunnel and it really helped I still have every now and then like a couple of flare-ups but for the most part it's fine so I still don't know if it was carpal tunnel or not but um, whatever it was it's happened twice now so <laughs> I'm just I'm hoping and praying that this doesn't become like a repetitive problem <sighs> and the last thing that I'm gonna talk about for things that I don't really care for about working at a grocery store is that people this one's just more funny than anything people assume that I know their bagging preferences so they just like if I bag something a certain way sometimes people will get mad that I didn't bag it the way that they wanted me to and I'm like in my head I'm thinking to myself well you didn't tell me and I have so many different customers with so many different preferences that is impossible for me to come up with just one way to bag this stuff that's going to please everybody. Some people like their bananas in a separate bag because they don't want them to be bruised. Some people don't care about their bananas being bruised. They say throw them in the bag with anything else that's cold. Or some people say throw them in a bag altogether, whatever. Some people want as many um, bags as possible. I mean, some people want as little bags as possible. So they don't care what you throw in there together. Then there are some people who 
they like want one bag per item i kid you not yeah one item per bag i had one woman come in and she was like can you put one item in each bag and i'm thinking to myself really this is like you can have like a thing of tic tacs and that can't go in a bag with something else are you serious and she was so serious about that thing too so i gave her she ended up leaving with like 30 bags when she probably could have left with five but she wanted that many bags whatever but i say that because i have to ask people when i'm bagging their groceries if they want certain things in a bag like some things come with handles like some of the lemonades like if you get simply lemonade um it comes with handles if you get the bigger kind like your detergents and your fabric softeners sometimes they come with handles sometimes your um like your cases of drinks come with handles whatever like your uh, or it doesn't necessarily like milk too milk jugs of milk or jugs of water they all come with handles or it could be like a pack of gatorades or a pack of sodas or something like a six pack in the bottles so i have to ask people if they want them back some people do want them back and some people don't the only way i'll ever know is if i ask i had one woman i asked her if she wanted her milk bag and she was like well duh and it, it, for a second i had to get myself together because she had caught me <laughs> at an off moment where i was like look lady in my head i wanted to go off but i said okay calm down she doesn't know let me explain this to her i told her i said ma'am there are so many people that come through some people want their milk in a bag and some people don't she was like well what kind of people don't want their milk in a bag i said some people say it's easier for them to carry it if they just carry it by the handle that trying to carry it in that plastic bag is awkward for them especially when they're bringing in a lot of groceries i don't question it it's just, they're the ones that got to take it in the house so i give them what they want and she wasn't having it she was just thinking that i was you know stupid whatever i don't care but you just, you have so many people that come in and they just assume that I know how they want their stuff bagged. Like, there are some people that come in and they want things in a bag with handles. Most people don't want things with handles in a bag. Like, milk is 50-50. But if you have, like, a big jug of canola oil or a big jug of tea or something something that's not cold and it comes with a handle maybe like your laundry detergent they don't usually want that in a bag it's rare that i get people that do i do get people but it's rare so i had one lady explain she before i even started um to ask her if she wanted that stuff back she told me straight off the bat she said please put everything in a bag and double bag it because i have to walk two miles back to my house and then i have to walk up a flight of stairs so um, sometimes I leave and the stuff breaks out of the bag while I'm walking that far and I don't want that to happen So can you please bag it? I say sure But then there are some people who get angry There are a lot of people who actually walk to the grocery store and have to carry their bags But I won't know that if they don't tell me <laughs> Yeah, and I have people who be like well, I have to walk that far So can you put that in a different bag? And I'm like, well, yeah, I can but I didn't know that so you you could have just said it nicely Like how am I supposed to know you didn't have a car? okay i'm not psychic <laughs> and there are some people who do have a car and they just want it bagged a certain way anyway my point is that people come through and they just have no idea of like the stuff that i have to go through in a day the things that i have to like do to just deal with people and i don't understand i just 
just be nice to your cashiers be nice to your public workers be nice to your waiters and waitresses they go through a lot <laughs> they get paid very little and have to deal with so many different attitudes and just be nice to people you have no idea what um like what their day has been going like and you could, they could just be one more person away from losing it from just tipping over the edge and you could be that thing that brings them back i'll never forget and then i'll move on very quickly to the things that i do like about working in the store because this is kind of running a little longer than i wanted it to but i'll never forget my dad and i were out of town and we were riding around just I don't remember what I think we were taking care of errands we were looking for something in particular and we couldn't find it so we were getting ready to go back home but we were taking a different way he likes to just <laughs> sometimes be like we're taking a different way home today and he'll take me through some roads I've never seen before in my life and he'll explain to me like just where those roads lead and how we got to where we are and why this is quicker and he does that he did that because at the time I was not driving and he did that so that when I did start to drive that like I would have this mental map in my head of how to get places and it's very handy it is because you can't always rely on GPS but anyway we were taking a different way home and we saw this woman standing on the side of the road now at the time neither me or my dad had any money when I say we were strapped for cash I mean it we were broke <laughs> I think I had like ten dollars to my name and I don't even know how much he had but neither one of us had any cash on us at the time um and we have this this thing so a lot of people get mad or they refuse to like give money to people who ask for money on the side of the road but the thing about it is even if you don't know what they're gonna do with the money my it's to me, it's not my job to discern what they're going to do with the money. If I know they're not going to do something good with it, then yeah, I'm not going to give it to them. But if I see somebody on the side of the road and they are asking for money and they look pitiful, I don't want my first reaction to be, oh, they might use it for something bad, so I'm just not going to give it to them. Or they might use it for drugs and they might use it, they might say that they're hungry, but they're not really hungry. They just want to go buy a lottery ticket or something like that. Because <laughs> that's happened to my granddad before. He said he gave money to someone and the guy turned around and went in the store and bought a lottery ticket. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's not, to me, it's not my job to discern that or to make judgments. My job is to, if I have it, to give it because it, it does a lot more good in their pocket when they're in need than it does for me to just go buy something that I want or whatever like that. And even though the both of us are strapped for cash at the time and we weren't doing much better than she was, we still had a car, we still had a house, we still had food to eat, we still had clothes, we still had all the things that we needed. Um, and she was doing worse than we were. So, like I said, we were just gonna give it to her but we didn't have anything and we drove past her and she was looking so pitiful and I commented to my dad I was like man I wish I had something to give to her and he was like I know and he started to tear up he was like I really wish I had something to give to her <sighs> because <laughs> here's the, here's the thing that you don't even know all that day we had been riding around looking for whatever it was we were looking for we had encountered four people 
that were on the side of the road that looked like they really needed money. So that $10 that I had <laughs> at the beginning of the day was gone. I gave all of that away to someone and then my dad gave to the other two people. So by the time we got to this lady, we didn't have anything. Um, not cash anyway, he had a little bit on his card enough to get whatever it was we were looking for. And so he said, shoot, I gotta find an ATM real fast. And so I Googled it like really quickly where the closest ATM was. So we drove over there and it wasn't working. So we had to find another ATM. So we quickly went to the other one and then we went back to that road and we didn't see her. We didn't see her, we were like, man, I wish we had seen her because we missed her. I don't know where she is. I don't know if she got any money. I don't know if she's fine now. Like, I don't know what's going on. Why is this bug on my window? I don't like it. It looks like it, it's got a stinger. <laughs> it's just looking at me. Hey dude. Okay. Some bugs are attracted to carbon dioxide and some bugs are attracted to sweat. Well, it, it, yeah. And some bugs I think are attracted like heat signatures. So I don't know which one of you, I mean which one of those things you're, you're attracted to, but I need you to get off my window. <laughs> Because when I get out of the car, you're probably going to follow me. Anyway, it's kind of cute. I don't know what it is. I kind of want to take a picture. Update, I tried to take a picture of the bug, and as soon as I got my camera out, it moved. And then every time I got close to it with my camera, it kept moving. <laughs> Whatever. Buggy. Just fly away, please. It's yellow. Are there many, like, friendly bugs that are yellow? I don't know. Anyway, uh, we drove around looking for her for like another three or four minutes and we couldn't find her we were looking around that surrounding area and we couldn't find her so we went back on the original road that we saw her and there she was and we were like oh yeah finally so we pulled over closer to where she was and I rolled down the window and I handed her the money and she started to cry she was like thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you and when I tell you she broke down this moment lost it and she was like, you're the only one. And she said she had been out there all day long. And we were the only ones that had given her money. She's like, I was about to give up and just go home. Um, and she said she had kids at home. Someone was watching them, but they were all hungry. And she didn't have anything to give to them. And she was about to just go home and say that she didn't have anything. She was about to just give up for the day. But that she had enough to get them something to eat. And so it's just things like that why I say be kind to people because you don't know what they're going through. You really don't okay and so for let's quickly just go over the things that I do like about working at the store um you you really do meet a lot of funny customers you meet a lot of people who make the job pleasant and who make your day there's this one woman who you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at completely random foolishness or on Twitter at CRF underscore podcast intro and outro music made by eric burwell aka the best dad ever and thanks for listening to this abysmal calamity i call a podcast